0: The Numinous Podcast with Carmen Spaniola
1: Hi there and welcome to The Numinous Podcast where we have interesting conversations with everyday folks about the mystery of life. This podcast is a compliment to The Numinous School, an online intuition development course for people who want their self-awareness to serve a greater good. I'm your host, Carmen Spaniola, and today I'm speaking with my friend, Anietta. She's a corporate leadership coach, and we're talking about her investigations and experiences with shamanism. I connected with Anietta via Skype. She was at home in Sweden. So, Anietta, what originally drew you to the shamanic Path. How were you first introduced to this style of earth-based spirituality? Hmm.
0: I don't know really how how it all started, but I think the connection is nature, and I've always been drawn to to, to nature because I think in nature everything is like as perfect. There's no perfection in life, but but there is perfection in nature, and everything is is in balance and and in in the shamanic teaching you have something called Aini which is about balance being in balance an energetic balance and I think that was what I was searching for and um, I had I had done a lot of work on myself but I hadn't really felt that I had come deep deep enough uh, and and I'm working with normal therapy, I even had a study for a diploma in in, in a spiritual kind of psychology as a therapist. There is so much about mind. There is an intellectual uh, dialogue, and it also touches heart. and It goes into so heart, but it doesn't really touch upon the physical dimension. Mm-hmm. And I felt that 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 with energetic work you do in in in, in, the, in the shamanic path path you 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 use it's 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 um the whole body it's it's not the mind it it's um what do you call holistic that way
1: mm. what was your first experience then did you uh you know meet with a shaman one on one or did you uh you know f- Travel to Machu Picchu. How did you first have your an an initial encounter and experience, uh, physically embodied with shamanism?
0: I think the very very first thing was that when I was studying psycho synthesis, we had um, a teacher. We had one one part of the program which was called the body, and the person leading that program was a shaman from the North American Indians. The um, Lakota Indians and I went to summer school with him for three years and there we did a lot of a lot of shamanic but it, they're very different from the South American practices but but we did sun dance we did fire dance a whole night we were rattling we did um, a medicine wheel and so, so so that was the first encounter with being in that kind of work
1: so you went on to do training in shamanism. Can you tell me a little about how you became interested in learning how to um, work with energy yourself? I think that, that it was,
0: um, I don't know, some, uh, um, uh, someone, someone mentioned to me that um, a book which was about shamanism. Written by uh, um, what's his name? I think it was Alberto know? Vilaldo. Alberto Vilaldo. Alberto, yeah. Time flies. Alberto Vilaldo, and uh, then he was coming to Stockholm to give a speech, and. Uh, I went to the speech and thought that it would be easy to get a ticket, and I got the last one. Yeah. And I stepped in, and I was sitting there, and I was thinking that oh, it would be nice to do some training. But um, he was speaking because they were going to give the first training in Sweden, and I felt no Sweden wasn't for me. I would like to do it in the in in the UK, and I would uh, I would like I have two weeks this summer, so that would be perfect. And then I went home and looked into into on the internet, and I could see that uh, exactly the two weeks I was thinking about the, that there was the first part, the south to go through the whole south, uh, uh, west, north, east uh, of the wheel. And there are different parts, different things you learn in each each direction. So I signed up for the for going to England, and I wasn't going to continue. I was thinking, oh, I'll do the south. That's fine. But of course, you can't get get stuck in the south. <laughs> you need to move on because there is an energetic work, and then and then you really get stuck. So, so I did a whole thing uh, for for which was um, all the four directions, and then finally also there were three weeks in in Peru, because the, that kind of work is linked to the the shamanism that you find in Peru. Yeah.
1: What is the difference? Uh, in your opinion, and you know, neither of us are experts necessarily, but the quality and tone and style of North American shamanism versus South American, versus even, you know, I know that there are uh, shaman in the very northern parts of Scandinavia and all around the world. So I wonder if you could just share a little bit about what you have found have been sort of the differences between them.
0: Oh, as you say, I'm really not a specialist but i think what i the, the things i did when i was in 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 this summer school with the, our teacher was a shaman um this he was an italian man by the way mm. <laughs> very Passionate about these things, we did all these rituals, and I mean, there are a lot of rituals. And the rituals, there is a great difference in the rituals. So, so in, in 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 we don't we don't have a fire dance. You don't have sweat lodge. You don't have um whatever. Yeah, whatever the medicine wheel in the same way in mm-hmm. the north in this in in Peru. In Peru, you you do you do fire ceremonies when you have the when there is a full moon or, or you can do it otherwise too, but it's special at full moon. And that's typical. I we didn't do fire ceremonies that way that way in the North American tradition. But then that's very special. You blow in into a stick or something, um, which is a token for for for, for what you want to get rid of, or you blow into this stick that you put into the fire is something you want to receive more of. Then those then your prayers and this goes up as it's burned into into spirit. And then, so it's fire ceremonies, and they also do despacho, which is gratitude. You do this little bundle where you put rice and beans and flowers and everything that's beautiful for the beauty of life and all you want to get into your, your life, and also for thanking the spirits. And that little bundle was typical for the South Americans, or at least for what I, I learned in Peru. We did a despacho almost every day and burnt it, which is. Wow. So
1: like a, a, a gratitude ritual every day. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So now back home in Sweden, you work in a very corporate atmosphere. And I'm curious about how this experience that you have and what you carry within you, your spiritual home place and that connection with nature, how do you work with that? Or how does it influence your work? How do you keep connected to that while you're in a very corporate atmosphere?
0: Mm, that was that was a lot of questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how do I? Uh, let's see where to start. How do I work with it? How do I keep connected with it? So, um, decide where you want me to start, Carmen. <laughs>
1: well, tell me first about how you incorporated into your work
0: yeah so how I incorporate I think the way I do it is um it's, it's not of course something you 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 can mention or even talk about and that would scare the that would scare them so I mean I can't even use the word energy when I'm working it it's getting a little bit better but that also it scares people off at least up here in the Nordics where people are very kind of square in many ways <laughs> So I don't know if you recognize that we're sitting here, but it's it's a bit very structured and mindy. So, but of course, you do affect people eh, unconsciously, and I think eh, what's very important to me is to keep my practice, which is a morning practice. Eh, and the, the morning practice of bringing the earth and then bringing the, the the heaven and I connect to the archetypes, the the serpent, the the the, the jaguar, eagle, hummingbird, etc. Uh, so so I know that that my my energy is as 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 good as I can get it, as far as I can get it. Good, I mean there are lots of things to do, but. Being connected to 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 the shamanic uh, energies supports me in my work, so I feel stronger when I step into the corporate world, because of course there is a different kind of energy there, and but 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 by coming from my energy, I can affect their energy. So it's I feel it's really important to 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 lead by state, to take care of my state and and make sure. Uh, that I'm centered there or, 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 in connection with the energies that will make, bring, bring them the best, bring them the most.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. And so when you're working in an atmosphere that it can be so dismissive of let's say spirituality in general, or even just, you know, very sort of, um, uh, many people would consider energy entirely separate from spirituality that it just is when you're working in that environment where you can't even say the e-word how do you uh master or or um, influence others through your state is that just by conscious breathing say when you're around the boardroom or do you visualize a power animal before it's your turn to speak or is it just that morning practice that sets the tone for the day it's it's the
0: morning practice and Mm -hmm. then also when i work i work with i usually i work with a lot of of uh, leadership training so so what i do before i'm always there um, ahead of time at least an hour and then i open sacred space so, so I, I feel i am in sacred space and i know i i notice the difference is if i haven't opened the four directions and then i also it's sort of a prayer that i bring into the room because when i open south which is the serpent um praying for them to be able to shed their skin and walk with beauty on earth and then I want to serpent which is about letting go having energies and hummingbird which is drinking the sweet nectar of life and 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 then eagle of course uh, connecting to 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 great spirit and and helping them or, or allowing them to see the mountains they're dreaming of. So they're really moving towards something that is supporting Mother Earth and, and the planet.
1: Wow, that's beautiful. Imagine walking into a boardroom and feeling that there's that kind of power, that energy is already held there. Now, some people may um, may not notice because they're so um, caught up in the mind. But for those of us who are more sensitive or those of us who like to be more attuned to the dynamics in the room, what an amazing gift to have you go in there and call in all that support. Are there any other tools that you use or practices that um, you find helpful in the workplace?
0: no because i can't use them consciously so so mm. no um because other if you go back to the training it's it's more i chose to work with with in a normal setting with people with lots of people uh, where i influence them sort of by my state of being but otherwise if you do work what i learned in my training is is energy medicine and then you 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 really put the person on the floor and you do work with them <laughs> and and that's that that's not what I'm doing.
1: Right, right. So but have you ever been in say a leadership training, uh, where you start to get an intuitive sense, or you start to feel like you're being guided to uh, do work with somebody? Does that ever happen to you? What do you
0: mean, do you work with somebody? I mean,
1: like, let's say uh, you have somebody who's in the leadership training and um, you get the sense that they're very blocked in a certain area, or you get a sense that um, they have some sort of lesson or, or they're being pointed towards their own medicine, but they can't see it. Do you ever get a feeling or an intuitive hit that this person needs a certain kind of healing that you could help them with? you probably don't act on it but does i'm just wondering if your intuition if your 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 other senses ever speak to you while you're in that corporate atmosphere
0: yeah I can sense that about but I could never speak to them about it I mean mm. no no i mean and, and just speaking about healing or like not being able to use the word energy, I use the word as atmosphere. And I, when I speak about, I try to to help them to be what I can help them with is becoming more aware. So so I try to increase awareness and by asking about sort of reading the field in the room. So mm-hmm. what's the atmosphere? What, what 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 are you what are you sensing right now? How is it? And I, and then I can ask how come and, and and in that sense they can become aware of their stance. And their their approach and attitude to things and how that affects the whole group. So yeah. it's more like those things I bring in than actual personal personal healing and training. What I can recommend is, is in a corporate world, it's it's going to a coach. If I recommend them to go to a therapist, I mean they think it's it's, it's even that is too far. <laughs> yeah.
1: So how does that affect you as a person who is brought alive by nature, you're working in the corp- corporate atmosphere, your work is um, in, you know, being very informed by your spiritual self. And then you, you immerse yourself in a, a, an atmosphere that's so hostile towards what is so essential to you. How do you make sense of that in your life?
0: What do you mean would make sense of that?
1: Well, I'm, I'm just wondering if there's, uh, do you feel like this, you're, you're being of spiritual service to them? Do you feel like the corporate world isn't a good fit for you? Do you feel drained by it perhaps? Or do you feel as though this is sort of like, um, you know, karma yoga? You know, you're, you're, you're going into the, this hostile environment as a way to um, lead people to their spirit. I'm just wondering like what why do you think you've chosen to work in that atmosphere when you are so drawn by your natural self? I think yeah
0: I think that's my purpose. I I I, I try to do work, I've done executive coaching one-on-one and I can do that occasionally, but I feel that way my, my, my energy is not affecting enough the people. It's not it's too slow of a change. It, there's so much needed and in order to to, to 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 create a change create a change you create a lot of change if you change the culture within the company and you only need to change if you since i'm working with leaders if you if you manage to 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 somehow and they don't know how how and why come closer to their inner compass about who they are and who they want to be that will create change uh, and so that's that's how and, and i feel that's That's my purpose, to contribute to that, or being a a catalyst. It's not that I contribute, but I'm a – yeah, I do. But it's more of that I'm a catalyst for for that to happen.
1: And so do you find, after doing that service, that you – need to i don't know like i'm just wondering how you maintain your sense of connection to nature how often do you go on say vision quests or or um pilgrimage or how often do you reconnect with uh shamanic teachers and things to just keep yourself filled up uh, nay
0: i i i don't reconnect with shamanic teachers because i also think that I mean, there's so many layers and I'm always moving on and I don't want to be, I don't want anything to become a church. And I think as, as soon as I put too much form or too much uh, 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 belief in something, I'm making it into church. And so so, so, so there is like of like the shamanic thing, it's, it's one thing and I've done, I've learned a lot of other spiritual things that are, pieces in a puzzle Mm. and the shamanic thing is one piece in the puzzle and then now I'm working on another piece in the puzzle which is an add-on and then I bring uh, then I bring it's like a a making a making a good creating a good meal or eating a a gourmet dish or something and and then you put a little spice of that and a little spice of that and and together it works for me but I can't be so dogmatic that I'm really connected to just one thing. Mm. Uh, that's why the shamanic shaman, I, that I'm the shamanic path is 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 like it's a spice, uh, but it's not all there is. There is a lot more that I practice. Uh, but um, all through it, as you say, nature nature is the kind of the foundation that connects everything I do, and. I refuse to work in a, if, 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 I hope if, if in a in a place that's not beautiful because I think nature is is beautiful and beauty is one of my uh, values, and I think uh, so. So as often as I can, I I, I bring the people I work with uh, into a venue. That's close to nature. And I have them go out in nature and go for walks and and they can do sharing when I outside. And we can also, like last week, we were sitting on a cliff in the archipelago with a group. We were working with, with doing strategic work. But we were we were finding out their their areas of focus for the next year, sitting on this cliff looking out. <laughs> Uh, towards the all the islands of the archipelago in the wind it was windy and I had a flip chart with me (laughs) that you can carry so so I mean you can do a lot of the work outdoors and that that affects them as well
1: that's beautiful so last question Agneta what do you consider perfect happiness
0: oh I think perfect happiness is when you have this bliss, sort of. When you feel you're connected to yourself, feel peaceful. When everything is, when you're totally in the now. And it's like everything is is still, sort of. It's very difficult for me to always be in the, the few moments when you're there. But to me, that's really when I feel... There's nothing, there's not perfect happiness. (laughs) There's no perfection.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here with me now. I really appreciated just hearing your perspective on how shamanism plays a part in your life. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. that, for my North American friends, is an example of pragmatic Swedish spirituality. I love it. Open-minded and yet quite practical. What I love about Anietta's approach is that she is such an ardent, devoted lover of nature and infuses it into her day by setting the tone for the day with her morning practice. And two things that I'm going to remember as I move through the corporate and executive world, because I'm not always dealing with an audience that is interested in spirituality. A lot of times when I'm speaking professionally, I'm speaking about the subconscious or the mind or how to tap into creativity. And yet those those two tools, number one, finding a venue close to nature, because it's such a tonic for the overactive mind. Uh, and number two, opening sacred space in the room before others come in. That was a great tool, and and Agnetta, when she was uh, referencing the four directions, she was using uh, the animal totems of the South American shamanic tradition, the serpent, the jaguar, the eagle, and the hummingbird. Now, if there are other details that you would like more information about, uh, about Alberto Velaldo's book or psychosynthesis, all of that information can be found on my website, carmenspaniola.com, C-A-R-M-E-N. S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. That's where you'll find the links to learn uh, more about today's topics and just click on the podcast link to find the show notes there. I want to thank Agnetta again for coming on and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I'd really appreciate your review on iTunes and do share it far and wide so it can reach more seekers like you. You never know who really needs to hear it now. If you'd like to keep exploring the great mystery of life with me, you can go to my website, carmenspaniola.com, and click the link for the Numinous School, my online intuition development course. While you're there, sign up for my monthly email newsletter. You'll instantly receive a free meditation download, and you'll get something free from me every month. Until next time, take care.